Hi, I'm Danielle. And I'm Haley. And you're listening to Mickey with Minis. We're giving you real-life advice for exploring Walt Disney World with Littles in tow from two sisters who've done it and lived to tell the tale. You can make sure you don't miss a minute of Disney fun by subscribing to the podcast wherever you like to listen to them or by following Mickey with Minis on social media. Would appreciate a like or a review if you're so inclined. And if anything you hear inspires you to start dreaming about your own Disney adventure, you can also support the show by using me, Danielle, as your travel advisor. Just reach out to us at mickeywithminis at gmail.com so you can get planning. But for now, get your ears on, buckle that park bag, and double knot those sneakers because we're off to the parks. Hello, folks. Thanks for joining me today. This is episode 10 of Mickey with Minis. We made it. Very exciting. Um, It's going to be mostly just me this week and next. Haley's uh, youngest kiddo, Emma, turned one this week and she's being baptized this weekend. So Haley has like a bunch of in-laws from her husband's Ohio family in town and just like a ton of stuff happening. But I couldn't do our 10th episode all by my lonesome. So I have a very special guest today. This episode, we're going to be chatting about Disability Access Service, or DAS-DAS, which is this really wonderful option available to folks with some different types of disabilities or challenges. Um, My oldest kiddo, Ella, is nine, and she uses DAS when we're in Disney World, so I'm going to give you kind of an overview of the service, and then she's going to pop in for a little chat about how it works for her. Real quick before we dive in. Disney just keeps the hits coming with crazy news. We have a bunch of deals coming up for the fall, even into the holidays. We have new itineraries by Adventures by Disney. We have holiday party tickets opening up to the public next week. And that includes a super fun new party at Hollywood Studios called Jollywood Nights. It looks awesome. Um, And we got some kind of weird Genie Plus news uh, for Disney World, which is that you will now be booking Genie Plus for individual parks with individual pricing. And they've added a fifth option for Genie Plus at multiple parks per day for folks who have park hopper passes. This is not the Genie Plus news we've been waiting for about advanced bookings, which they kind of alluded to when all the 2024 news dropped at the beginning of May. I'm not sure I'm psyched about this, to be honest. I think it's going to be unnecessarily complicated with Genie Plus, which is already like pretty complicated. And I think it might confuse people that that I'm worried that the multiple park option is going to trick some newbie folks into thinking that they have a park hopper when you actually have to book a park hopper ticket in addition to getting Genie Plus for the multiple park day thing. So I don't know. We'll see how it all shakes out. But there it is. Tons of Disney news. If you want help keeping up with all that Disney news so that you're ready to go for your vacation, get thee to a travel advisor like yours truly, for instance. Um, You can reach out at mickeywithminis at gmail.com if you're pondering a trip and I can help you with all of the ins and outs. Okay. Disability access service. What is it? Who's it for? How's it work? So as I said, most people call this DAS, D-A-S. It's available at Disney World and Disneyland. It's basically a program that lets people with different types of disabilities not skip to the front of the line, but do the wait somewhere else. 
So say you're with someone with like a back problem. So you, they walk on their own, but standing up for a long time is difficult. Um, that person signs up for DAS. And when you get to the park, maybe they want to go on Jungle Cruise. So they look in their My Disney Experience app and see that the wait time for Jungle Cruise is 45 minutes. You can book a return time 45 minutes out. And then instead of standing in the line for 45 minutes, you can go shopping, you can ride a different ride that doesn't have a wait or get a snack or take a break or whatever it is you want to do. And then when that 45 minutes is up, you tap into the Jungle Cruise Lightning Lane and hop on the ride. So I'm going to talk you through the process of qualifying for DAS and kind of how you're going to use it in the parks. Okay, so eligible folks can register for DAS starting 30 days out from the first day of their trip. So what you do is you go on the DAS page on the Disney website, which is in the guest services section of that site. And you scroll down and there's a button that says request live video chat. That's going to put you through um, either to a cast member or put you in a queue. Um, I've heard of people waiting like a crazy amount of time, like literally like a full eight hours in that queue. But when we did it, it went through right away. So I think it probably depends a lot on the demand and their staffing levels and what time it is in the day of the week and all that kind of thing. But we had good luck in the early evening for sure. Um, so that cast member is going to ask you a few questions about why, you know, standing in a line is difficult for you or why you think that DAS would help. Um, one thing to note is that if you're a parent registering a child for DAS or if you're doing it for someone else in your party, that person has to be on the video call as well. Um, so like with Ella, for instance, I did like the initial conversation with the cast member myself and then... Um, I hollered down the stairs to Ella to come on up, and and then she had a little chat with a cast member as well. Um, another thing to note is that if you're trying to register more than one person, you may need to do that on a separate call um, for each person. So we had that happen at our family trip last last fall. We had two people. We were on one call trying to qualify two people, and they asked us to have the other person call separately. So um, I think I'm not sure if that's like cast member discretion or what other people's experiences have been with that, but um, that is my understanding. Um, so um, you're going to have a little chat with them, and then based on how that conversation goes, the cast member decides if you're qualified. Um, or eligible for DAS. And if you are, then they transfer you to a different cast member um, who can help you book two advanced DAS selections per park day. So kind of like, it's kind of like if you remember like the old FastPass Plus when you could like, you know, 60 day or whatever, whatever the deadline was before your trip, you, you went on to the the site and you could actually book times for specific rides um, far in advance. That's kind of what this is like. They basically have a list in front of them of, of what options are available or um, and what times are available. And so you kind of have to go with the options that they have. You can't like request a whole bunch of times, but um, they'll let you know what rides are available or, or if you ask about one and they, they could potentially tell you that it's booked. So um, calling at that 30-day mark is a good idea because you'll have more options. The other thing is that you have to make those advanced selections at least two days before you intend to use them. So you can't like call the day before your trip and book advanced selections for one day out. Um, I should mention too that DAS uh, covers the eligible person plus five people in their party. So you have to be linked as a party in My Disney Experience and you'll be able to tell them, if you're going with more than six people, you'll be able to tell them which people you want to have covered by that 
that DAS eligibility. Um, and you have to be linked in the app as a party. So um, also, if you're a frequent flyer at the parks, DAS is good for 60 days. So if you're like super lucky and going twice in two months, you don't have to requalify. But you do have to call in to get those advanced selections for your second trip. Okay. So fast forward to your trip. When you tap into the park, you're going to open up your My Disney Experience app. And there's a little icon on the bottom. Some people call it a hamburger. It's the little icon that has like three little lines. Um, it's in the bottom right corner. You're going to click on that and then scroll down. So DAS will show up under transportation in that menu. It doesn't show up until you've tapped in and it doesn't show up if you're not eligible for DAS. So like if you go on My Disney Experience right now and you haven't done any of this stuff and you're not at a park right now, and if you are, I'm pretty jealous. Um you won't see it if you're if you're not, you know, those things haven't been done. So um, you're going to click on that and uh, it's going to bring up all of the weights and return times for the DAS eligible attractions. Um, you choose one and it sets a return time for you. And it kind of works like Genie Plus in that you can't book another DAS option until you've tapped into the reservation you already made. Um, so the advanced selections are different. Like those are just there and you have them, which is great. But for the day of like in-park selections, that's how it works. Um, at Disney World, when you get to your return time, you tap in at the Lightning Lane entrance. Um, if you listened to our post-California trip report from Haley last week, um, she mentioned that Disneyland is a little bit different because they don't have a lot of separate spots for lightning lanes. So um, at, at Disneyland, you just go to the regular entrance and you show a cast member your reservation. Um, one important thing to note is that if you're using DAS to access a ride, the person who qualified for DAS has to A, ride the ride, and B, tap in first. Um, anybody in your party can make selections in the app, but the DAS has to tap the DAS person has to tap into the ride the first time every time. And then once you've tapped in, you go back into the app and choose your next selection. Um, the other great thing about DAS is you are able to ride during your ride return time window or at any time after that window, which is great because I'm just thinking about like my own personal experience with this. Like people who need DAS might also need a little extra flexibility. So it's nice that it's not like a hard and fast. Here's when you can be on. Um, so a couple of things to consider. If you have more than one person who you think qualifies for DAS, I think it's a good idea to register those people rather than saying like, oh, since DAS covers like the DAS person plus five, like my whole group is covered and I don't need to qualify the other person. And I think the reason to 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 get everybody who's eligible qualified for it is that it gives you a little more flexibility about who is riding what rides. So for instance, if you have a DAS kid and they're not tall enough for something or they're scared of something and don't want to ride it, you can't use DAS for the other members in your party. But if you have another person who is qualified and they want to ride it, you know, they they're able to do that and, and take whoever wants to go on, you know, with them within your five person party. So you can kind of like swap people around if, if um, you have two folks who do need it. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that DAS works independently from Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes. Um, you can have both. A big question that gets asked a lot is, do you need both? Well, that kind of depends, I think. We've done it both ways. 
in my opinion, it's not worth purchasing Genie Plus for Epcot and Animal Kingdom if you have DAS um, because there are fewer rides and you're just going to be fine using DAS. Um, but I do think it's worth it for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios as long as you have at least one person in your party who's comfortable manning both of those systems in the app or if you have somebody you can divide and conquer with. So when um, we took our big family trip, I typically dealt with the Genie Plus stuff and then Haley handled DAS for our group, which we had two people in our group that were on DAS. Um, so we we did it that way. Um, it's, just, it's just like a lot of different – you're getting a lot of different timelines. You got to remember to check the thing the second you tap in and it's like two different screens that you're toggling back and forth between. So it gets a little complicated. So unless you feel like super savvy, you probably want somebody that you can divide and conquer with. Um Another interesting thing, virtual queues. So the way virtual queues work with DAS is that you book the virtual queue when it opens up at 7 a.m. You don't have to be tapped in to do that. And when you get to the ride, you tap in at the lightning lane entrance rather than the standby entrance. So you get the shorter line. Um, so that's how the virtual queues work. Um, I guess another reason you could – well, another thing to consider anyway is um, – how you tend to do the parks. So like me and Haley are like, go, go, go. We want, we don't want to be waiting around. I don't want to be taking 45 minutes while I'm waiting for Jungle Cruise to go shopping. I want to get on the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So for us, Genie Plus at those parks that do have a bunch of rides, really, it really helps because you can kind of stagger things a little bit um, and really maximize what you're able to do. But if you're like, if you're cool taking a little break in between things and want to go a little slower, DAS can absolutely take the place of Genie Plus for you, I think. Um, but just something to kind of consider how you prefer doing all of this stuff. Um, another thing I wanted to note about the way this works in the park. Uh, so if if you've been to Disney World since they introduced Genie Plus, you know that lightning lane does not necessarily mean you're getting on that ride quickly. So like if a ton of people have Genie Plus that day, if there's a high crowd day, if the ride was like down for a while and things got backed up, those lightning lanes can still sometimes have quite a line actually, even if you have DAS. There's no skip to the front option. So um, what I would suggest is if you get to the ride for your return time and see that the line is crazy in a way that you know, isn't going to be comfortable for somebody in your party or is just not the way you want to spend your time, what you should do is tap in, but don't ride it. Um, that way it clears the reservation from my Disney experience and you can book another ride right then. If you don't tap in, it hangs out in my Disney experience and you're not able to make another selection. So you want to make sure that everybody who has re the ride reservations taps in. One other thing to note, I guess, is that, um, you know, there are some rides, especially like the most popular ones, where there's a double tap in. So you tap in right as you're getting into the ride. And then usually about halfway through the queue, there'll be another tap in that you have to do. DAS person has to tap in first on that as well. But if you are trying to get on a ride and it's got a big line and you're like, oh, I want to tap in and clear this out of my app so that I can move on to the next ride... Um, if it's a double tap-in ride, you're going to want to check in with somebody at a blue umbrella at guest, guest services. They're kind of scattered around the parks and see if they can help you out because that can be a little complicated. You can actually go to those folks in the blue umbrellas if you run into any technical trouble on the go 
or if you need, you know, you need to have a question about it or if you want to make a change to something that's in there. So um, they'll be able to help you look for the blue umbrellas. Um, You can also skip all of that advanced booking stuff, you know, the video chat 30 days before your trip. You can skip that and just go chat with guest services when you get to the park um, and you know, they'll be able to have that conversation with you there and get you qualified or not. Um, but then you miss out on the advanced selection. So I, you know, again, it just kind of depends on what your your timing is like, your priority, how much work you want to put into it beforehand. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about quickly is who DAS is for, because it's not necessarily what you would think. Um, so this is a service that's not geared towards folks with like mobility challenges. Like if you have a wheelchair or an electric scooter, um, there's other ways that Disney makes the parks accessible to you, right? There's um, handicapped entrances. There's uh, many rides where you can actually just wheel your wheelchair right on there um, and not have to transfer or they, they, you know, have options for transferring out of your wheelchair into a, into the ride vehicle. Um, we're going to do a whole nother episode about that because it's really interesting and I want people to know about what's out there to like help them out. But um that's those folks that's really not what DAS is for. So um, it's really, it's almost like it's for like less visible disabilities. So I'm thinking like neurodivergent folks, like um, ADHDers, autistic folks, folks with like really bad anxiety or issues with crowded spaces, stuff like that. Then also it's for people who like can't stand for long periods of time. Like if you got a back problem or your legs have to be elevated most of the time or that kind of thing. So it's a wide range. And I feel like no one can really tell you for sure if you're qualified until you talk to the cast member on that video chat. So if you're not sure if that condition qualifies you or not, I really recommend just doing doing the video chat and seeing how it goes. I mean, obviously, you should never abuse the system and there are like big consequences if you do and get caught, but it's there for a reason. And if you think it might help you have a better experience in the parks, it's definitely worth asking. Um, so Ella is going to join me in just a minute. She is my nine-year-old. Um, she is diagnosed with ADHD um, combined presentation, which means that she has an attentive type as well as the hyperactive type of ADHD. She's totally cool with me telling you about this. We're pretty open about this stuff in our family. Um, she also has an anxiety disorder. So when we went to the park when she was four, she hadn't been diagnosed. And I didn't really know about DAS at that point. But when we went last year, um, when she was eight, we did get her qualified for DAS, and it made a huge difference for her. Um, I guess one thing I should mention is that we feel a little weird about the use of the word like disability in this context. Like we don't think of the way that Ella's brain works, or my brain, because I also have ADHD. We like we don't think of that as a disability. It works differently, and it presents some challenges sometimes, but it also gives Ella like superpowers that are pretty incredible. Um, and that's how we like to talk about it with her. So I did feel like a little weird then signing her up for something that's like for a quote disability, but I decided not to get hung up on that. I mean, you know, if you have an ADHD kid or other special needs kiddo, you know, disability is like all over the paperwork for school accommodations and all of that. So that just kind of like is what it is. But anyway, that's just something to kind of ponder um, if you're, again, wondering if somebody may or may not be qualified. Um, reasons we thought that this would really help her. Um, so with kids, ADHD and anxiety go hand in hand. Well, with adults too, I guess, but especially with kids. 
Ella gets, um, Ella is very physical. I told the cast member on the phone call that we had that she's upside down more than she's right side up, which is true. Um, when we go places that are crowded and she's not able to really, really move her body, she gets anxious very quickly. So I'm talking uh, like we go to a great beer garden around here. And when it's not busy, she can do gymnastics in the corner and be totally fine. But on a day when it's packed and she can't, instant anxiety. Um, like grocery store lines are sometimes tricky for her. Like any kind of restriction on her movement is um, something that just gets really hard for her quickly. So, and we definitely found that to be the case. Um, there were a couple of instances where the lightning lane again had backed up, which is sometimes happens. And she had a really hard time handling those longer lines. So I was really, really glad um, that we did this. So it uh, worked out really, really well. And now she's going to pop in and come chat with us. All right, Ella, thanks for coming to chat. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am Ella. My favorite animal is cat, 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 cat. That's all there is to it, basically. She's all cats all the time. So do you remember using DAS on our last trip? Yes, I do. What, like, what do you remember about it? Um, I remember that instead of having to wait in the normal line, um, which usually takes a while, um, we got to wait in a separate line that went a little bit quicker because I have a hard time standing in line for too long. It kind of makes me think too much about the ride and then I get nervous about it and then kind of don't do it because it kind of freaks me out after I think about it too much. Yes, totally. Um, so how did you feel like it worked for you? I feel like it worked really good. Um, yeah, I think it was really helpful. Do you remember, were there a couple times when it didn't work super great? Yes. Like on Guardians of the Galaxy, was that a lightning pass? Oh, no, that one was a virtual queue, actually. I think you might be thinking of Test Track. Do you remember Test Track? Um, on Test Track, there, re- there kind of wasn't a special line. The special line had just gotten really, really long was the problem. And um, after we designed the car and everything, it was like we were in the line for a very long time. And then I kind of got nervous and then I had to go to the bathroom. So then we had to run all the way out of the line, find the next bathroom. And then we got back in line. And then right before it was time to do it, I. Almost said I didn't want to do it, but I I did it. But then at the beginning, you kind of – it's like a little test, basically. And, like, every time the car kind of bumped a little bit and I didn't know it was going to happen, I kind of, like, jumped a little bit in the seat. Yeah, it kind of seemed like because the line was so long and we did so much waiting, you had enough time to get really stressed out about whether or not you are going to like the ride and then you didn't. Well, for a minute, you thought you weren't going to do it. And then we talked you into doing it because you had waited. It was like, you should just give it a try. But then you wound up not enjoying it as much, right? Because you were already so stressed out. Yeah, totally. Um, Let's see. What else did I – oh, I just – I guess I wanted to ask you, what do you think you would tell somebody else who's, like, wondering whether or not they should do this? Um, If you have a hard time standing in line and – like get really anxious when you wait too long and really 
think about the thing too much and then it gets you too nervous about that you don't want to do it, then yes. Yeah, that sounds really good. Is there anything else you want to say? Cat, 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 cat. Cat, 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 cat. There you have it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. So that is it for this week. Um, don't forget to reach out if you'd like to work with me for planning your vacation. I can't book desk for you. It's like one of the only things I'd have to make you do for yourself, but I can definitely help get you through the process, make sure you're prepared, and then help you maximize your usage of the service. It's a really good one. And we will be back next week with more Disney magic. But for now, see you real soon. Thank you.